Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. I apologize for not uploading so much this week. I was a little busy and I was a little sick, but thank God I'm good. I wasn't even going to make a podcast today, but I have to have to say, wasting seed is a battle for your life. You're not, you're fighting for your life. It's the foundation to everything. A person that wastes seed, he causes himself to be depressed he brings upon himself problems. It's the foundation to everything. I don't care how beautiful the girl is. I don't care how hard the test is. You have to fight for it like you're fighting for your life. Because you're not going to be able to truly live your life until you overcome this problem. It's the biggest issue in the world today. It's the biggest issue that every person faces. Going to places, seeing beautiful women, not dressed modestly, having thoughts, coming home, looking up bad things or even going with these women, doing bad things, confusing yourself, ultimately getting yourself into a place in life that's not the right place for you to be in. I see it all the time. I see married men. I even sometimes see religious men shaking hands with people they're not supposed to be shaking hands with and then saying, oh, well, uh, technically, there's no such thing. You know know what it means when when a person has to do hishtadlut in life, when a person has to do effort? It means that God is testing you, not by having to work nine to five. God is testing you by saying, are you going to guard your eyes today? When when a Goya reaches out to shake your hand by the business deal, are you going to shake her hand to try and maybe get on her side to appease her? Or are you going to say, no, sorry, I can't shake your hand. I have religious values. And she'll respect that, by the way. Or are you going to shake her? You shake her hand, you failed. You woke up in the morning, you went to work, you worked 12 hours that day. It doesn't matter. The whole test of that day was, are you going to shake that girl's hand or not? It's a test. You have to go to a wedding. Oh, mixed dancing. You stay and you dance mixed or you leave. If you stay and you check out girls, you failed. You want to you you be there for your friend, come for the chuppah. You know, if you want to stick around after in the hall, something, but it's not... It's, when the person's getting married, it's not a time to have mixed dancing and turn it into a club. It's 100% asur. These things are, they're no joke. They're no joke. And I don't mean to sound aggressive or to speak harshly, but guys, my guys out there, it doesn't matter how religious or not religious you are, one thing we can all do is refrain from wasting seed. It's the most important test of them all. And if you want to get married one day, you know the Pasuk says, A modest woman to a righteous man, an immodest woman to a wicked man. Why does God define a woman by her modesty? Because the whole entity of a woman and the essence and the purpose of a woman is how she dresses. That's why why it doesn't say a righteous woman, it says a modest woman. Now you might say, oh, well, my girlfriend has so many good values and, and she keeps Shabbat, but she does, she's not modest. Yes, in this generation, many women don't want to dress modestly and it's a big problem. I'm not telling you to break up with her, but what I am telling you to do is to pray for it. Pray that this person will change. Pray, 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 pray. And the more that a girl realizes that her modesty is her whole purpose and that the money you make depends on it your shalom bite depends on her modesty everything depends on her modesty eventually bezrat hashem she'll change but one thing that you cannot do is force a person to change you have to be patient with a person to understand their their tests and to slowly slowly overcome it but my friends 
Wasting seed is a fight for the is a fight for your life. It's a fight for your life. It's a battle to the death. You think you're alone in your room, you're not alone. You think you're you think you're alone in the bathroom, you're not alone. Hashem is always watching you. A person has to always know that Hashem is in my presence. There was a story once of a woman who she would even cover her hair in her house. And the question is why? Hashem could see through the, the robe. He could see through the hair covering. Why is she covering her hair in her house? A woman has no obligation to cover her hair in her house. But this woman understood that me covering my hair in my house, even though Hashem can see right through it, I still know that I'm still acknowledging that Hashem is in my presence and I'm doing my best. This is a woman with a clean mind. This is, this is something we should all strive to do in our own lives. Not necessarily to cover your hair in your house, but to understand this concept and this idea of how far do we have to go to show Hashem that we're serious. People want to get married. A lot of people that listen to my podcast are single and they text me with their questions and they tell me, ah, I'm, I'm having a crisis. You're creating the crisis for yourself. You're creating the crisis for yourself. All you can do day in, day out is your best. Day in, day out, all you can do is your best. It says, Your actions is deciding your soulmate. You can sometimes have a good soulmate. Both of you can come into this world, let's say as a 7 out of 10. 10 is like Yaakov Avinu and uh, one, a 0 is Esav. So you come in as a 7. The guy falls to a 3 and the girl pumps up to an 8. Why? What reason does God have to put you two together? Your actions can ruin it for yourself. And then God has to make a change and give you a different soulmate. So that means by you choosing bad for yourself, you're potentially losing out on your right person. And it's a very, very scary concept. It's a very scary idea. Our actions every single day, up and down. And what's the most detrimental action to a guy? It's to waste seed. You want to be rich? Stop wasting seed. Not just rich financially, rich in the mind. Because wasting seed brings you poverty in the mind and in your bank account. Because the poverty in the mind will lead to the poverty in the bank account. What do I mean by poverty in the mind? Low self-esteem, confidence issues, anger, stinginess, jealousy, all these all these flaws in our personality comes from this problem of wasting seed because we're never going to be satisfied with what we have we're always going to look at the other side and we're always going to want more why it's it's really a it's, it's a shame it's a shame we can do so much better and we're not all we have to do is to stop staring guard your eyes for your future for for the for the sanity of your future household you want to be happily married you want to do it right it's nearly impossible nowadays to achieve these things because nobody understands. No one's following the rules of the creator of the world. We want to distort the Torah and do whatever we want. But if we want happy, meaningful, fulfilling marriages, it starts with the women covering up, right, your wife. So not every guy is checking her out and becoming Mahdi Rabim, becoming a partner in their bad thoughts. And it's also bad for your marriage spiritually and the man has to guard his eyes how do you want to how do you want your wife to be beautiful in your eyes if you go outside to work and you checked out 50 girls 100 girls how you have a hundred different faces in your mind some prettier some less prettier and you come to your wife and you're just going to be comparing her instead of appreciating her for who she is 
appreciating her for what she looks like. It's a constant compare. It's a constant comparison. How do you want to be happily married if you're not guarding your eyes? I don't know I don't know what they want to tell you in 2023, but in God's world, it's a form of cheating. Shalom. It's a form of cheating. You're going to be in bed with your wife or doing the masa with her or even just coming home to her. And right away, you're just going to be comparing how she looks to someone else you saw that day. And you're, and you're, not, and you're going to say, hey, honey, maybe, I don't know, do the surgery or go to the gym more. Like, you're going to, it, it's, it's, it's wrong. A man needs to strive to constantly learn Torah. You're on the bus, listen to a shiur. You're waiting for the bus, bring a book, read it. You're on the train, you're, you're, you're commuting, you're in the car. Wherever you are, always be connected to God. Even if you're not in Minyanim so much, even if you're not the most religious. But if you're listening to this podcast, it means that you already made a good decision for yourself because you want to do better. So all I'm, all I'm trying to inspire you to do is to take action and to continue. Wasting seed is the most difficult thing for a person to do. There's a reason why it's so hard. It's your body. And you, you're going to sometimes reason with yourself and say, oh, it's healthy and it's my natural desire. Yeah, that, that's what the world wants you to hear. But in God's world, it's, it's, it's wasting seed is doing something without a purpose. It's all about purpose in this world. We're not supposed to have girls as friends because it's not purposeful. One always likes the other, and one always gets hurt, and it becomes confusing, and you have a crush, she doesn't like me back. It's just like waste of, it's a waste of, of time thinking. We have to do things with purpose. You're talking to a girl, talk to her with a purpose to date, to date for a little while, and eventually get married and build a home together. You're nervous, you don't have enough money, then check your emuna. There's no reason to worry. We just need to act. When we act, Hashem helps us. You stop wasting seed, Hashem sends you your zivug. You're worried about money, this, that. Don't worry about anything. Hashem already has for you where you're going to live, how much you're going to make, and nothing can change that. It's a missile coming from the sky, and it's going to hit you, and nothing can stop it. It's a decree. You're going to make money. You just have to get out of bed. Don't be lazy. You're going to succeed. Just try. That's it. It's very simple. I'm not telling you to change up your life. And to go do some illegal business because you think you can't make money. All I'm telling you to do is put in effort. You try not to waste seed. You messed up. Try again. All you can do in your life is your best. And if you can't do your best because you lost some of your energy. But you're still holding on. Then that's good too. Just keep fighting. Because the moment that you give up the fight. Is the moment that you lose control. And the Yetzahara says, I won. I beat you. You want that status? You want to be someone that threw in the towel and the Yetzahara won you? Imagine you're playing a basketball game and you lost. And you just give, you just give up and the other team says, I beat you. You lost to me. What? If that happened to me on the court, I would not, I, I'll, I'll stay on that court all day until I, until I win that game. I'm not going home with an L. I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. And I'll do whatever it takes to win. That's me. And that's all of us. Because we all have greatness inside of us. We're born with it. We're born with a soul 
that God put into our body, that's a piece of Him, that's essentially a piece of greatness because God is great. So the reason why we all want more is because we all are more. Behind all the, the layers that we put onto ourselves, all the sins you know, that we do, is intrinsic greatness that wants to shine, that wants to do good for the world. Behind all the bad traits and all the bad habits that we have is greatness. How do we tap into it? Very simple. Tap into it. You can do it. Just believe in yourself. Before you have emunah on Hashem, have emunah on yourself. And then the rest will come. Believe in yourself that you can do it. Believe in yourself and say no. No longer am I going to give in to my desires. You want to fix your self-esteem and your confidence? Start by saying no. Watch how good you're going to feel. The key to building self-esteem is saying no to a short-term pleasure now for a long-term satisfaction later. What do I mean by that? You're in your room. You're feeling a certain kind of way. You want to do a certain thing that you shouldn't do. Say no to it now and wait how good it's going to feel when you're married. Wait. Imagine that feeling. And heck, you want to attract that kind of girl, the right girl, the girl that, that held herself for marriage? Why do you deserve her if you're not holding yourself back for marriage? Imagine two people that held themselves back their whole lives and they constantly strive to work on themselves and to become great. And they finally get married. Don't, you know how good that's going to feel that night when you're together? Besides that, you know how, you know how amazing your life is going to look together? You're two people that are actively working on yourself. She has strengths you don't have, and you have strengths she doesn't have. You come together, you get married, you, com you completely complete each other. You're destined for success. Money, kids, happiness, Torah learning, a house of, of that will make Hashem proud. We all want that deep down. We just need to start acting like it. Life is all about working on yourself. You want to attract money? Then work on your stinginess. It's all, it's, it's all an attraction game. It's all energy. We want, we have to work inside and we attract. The more you raise your vibrations and you raise your consciousness, then you're going to attract the right people. How do you want to attract successful friends and happy friends and Torah learning friends if you're in the clubs and you're breaking Shabbat and you're friends with Goim and things like that? And it just doesn't make sense. They're not going to want to be friends with you because you don't talk about the same things. You don't have the same goals, etc., etc. It's another thing if you want to change and you raise your vibration a little bit. But hello... It just doesn't make sense. We attract who we are. And the, the, the sum of our friends is the sum of, our, of ourselves, essentially, because that's who we are. It, so all, all these things are connected with one another. And where does it all start? It starts with saying no when you want to do something when you're alone. Or when you're with a girl. Or when you're in an unhealthy situation with a girl, like a hookup situation, a friends with benefits, it starts with cutting it off and saying, hey, I can't do this anymore. I want more for myself. I want to work on myself. I'm not telling you what to do. I know many people, they still went to clubs. They still did things, you know, but they stopped with certain things. They stopped, they stopped wasting seed. They went out with their boys, but they said, hey, respect my boundaries. I don't want to drink. I don't want to get, get with girls. You guys want to go out? I'll come with you. 
And slowly, slowly, you'll stop with the clubs too. It all starts somewhere, wherever you are, whatever level you're on. I understand. I'm not judging. I'm not coming at nobody. And I'm not projecting my beliefs onto anybody. God forbid. Everybody that messages me, I always try to listen and understand them and to put my ideas aside and to really feel and be empathetic. Who, who's talking to me right now? What kind of advice can I give them? Not tell them what to do. But how can I listen and help them in their situation? Because I've been there. I've been down before. I've been in this problem. I've been in places I shouldn't be. I've been with people I shouldn't be with. But at a certain point, I, I, I snapped out of them like, yo, what am I doing? I'm going to become a loser. I want to become successful. I want to be great. I don't care that I'm just 22. I don't want to be one of these guys that wakes up when they're like 30. I want to start now. Ever since I was 17, I was working in my dad's business. I, I was always going after more. Always constantly chasing Shurim, chasing Torah, listening to lectures, trying to do the right thing. Because I always wanted more for myself. And I'm single. I'm not married. I'm looking to get married. I'd love to get married. But I know that the better of a girl that I'm going to get is the better of a person that I become. And that's why I always say no. I always say no to going to the wrong places. I always say no to doing the wrong things. I'm not perfect. Far from it. Far from perfect. But one thing that I am is I'm always wanting more for myself. And especially, especially, especially when it comes to the sin of wasting seed. The moment that I started really working on this and stopping, that's the moment that my life changed. Gidalia Fencer once told me, you want to be above average? It's not about getting rich and getting fancy cars and getting all these things that people see nowadays. Becoming above average is about stopping to waste seed. That's it. Because everything else will come. But before God gives you the lavishness and, and the fancy lifestyle and everything, He's going to give it to you when you get to a point where you don't need it. What do I mean by that? You have a Bentley, but you don't care. Because it's not about the Bentley. The Bentley is a nice car, yeah. But your head's on becoming a better person, learning Torah, being a good husband. Then Hashem has no issue to give you that stuff. No, no problem at all. Take it. But, but why would Hashem give it to you when He knows you're going to go show off, go to clubs with it, try to pick up girls? What good is it going to do for the world? God will keep you broke because... That's better for you right now. Believe it or not. And that's just the reality of the situation. We want more for ourselves and our lives. We need to start with changing ourselves. And then we'll be able to attract great, uh, greater things. And essentially, yes, greatness. I'm telling you guys, wasting seed is the hardest thing to overcome. But if you can do that, then you can do anything. If you can overcome this test, you can do anything. Don't tell yourself you can't. Don't tell yourself it's too hard. It's doable. You're not going to die without it. There's, there's a Gemara that says, there's a small membrane in your body, the smallest of them all. And the more that you feed it, it's always going to be hungry. But if you starve it, it's going to be full. If you starve it, it's going to be full. It doesn't need to engage. It doesn't need to eat. If you feed it, it's going to get hooked. It's always going to want more. Another girl, uh, uh, I'm watching a video, another video, another video, another height, another, another climax, again, 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 again. And then you just, you just sat in your room and, you know, 
I don't even got to say like five times in one day, like a loser. And then you feel bad about yourself. And, 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 then, and then you ask yourself, why is my life a mess? Same thing with girls. Another girl, prettier, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, all freaking 10 dating apps, 10 memberships. But not one membership to the Torah. Not one monthly subscription to giving charity to people that need it. N- nothing. You're not, you're not buying my merch. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but seriously, we need to like check ourselves. Cancel all these memberships because the girl that you really want deep down is not on these apps. You know where she is? Well, I can't tell you where she is, but she's within you. Because you're, you're a half of her. And you want to find her? So become a suitable piece for that other half to connect. And that's when you're going to find her. Hashem is not limited to a dating app to send you a girl. Hashem is not limited to anything. You know, you know what limits us? And why we have to do so much effort ourselves. It's all about our mindset. I'm going to finish with a quick story. There was a guy that wanted to get married. A very, very serious guy. He said, I'm going to lock myself in my room and learn Torah. I'm going to lock myself in my room and learn Torah. If Hashem wants to send me a girl, He'll send me the girl to my room. And he was about it. He was about it. He really believed in it. And that's why he got it. Because he was about it. Well, before I tell you how he got it, after three years of sitting in his room and learning Torah, one day he gets a knock on his door, opens the door, beautiful girl, modest, religious, everything. And she asks, is this, is this so-and-so, the, family, the, 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 the apartment? And he said, no, it's across the hall. And she said, oh, okay. And right before she left, he told her, by the way, just to let you know, I locked myself in this room three years ago and I told myself the, fir- the, the first person to knock on my door. No, he said... I'm not leaving this room until my soulmate's going to come find me here. And you were the first person that knocked on this door in three years. Long story short, he gets a phone call the next day and says that girl is interested in going out with you because she saw that you were a real Tamid Chacham. And they got married, they got engaged, they got married, had kids happily ever after. Now, I'm not saying that we all have to be on that level. It's obviously crazy. It's a beautiful story. But the lesson from this is, and it's a true story, 100%. It was a Moroccan. The lesson of this story is if you really put your belief in something and you don't just say it, but you're actually about it, then God has no other choice but to give it to you in the way that you find necessary. There was a, there was a big rabbi that used to collect charity. And he said, I only ask once or twice, I think, because at the first time, okay, but the second time, no more. Hashem has two opportunities to give me what, I, what I'm looking for. And, and I'm not going to go begging. If Hashem wants, He'll give it to me. If not, somewhere else. And that's why He would always be successful because Hashem, Hashem knows I only have a chance or two with this guy to give Him what He's looking for. So we really make our reality. If you're really serious with yourself and you're not budging, and then Hashem knows you're not budging. But if you're wishy-washy, one day here, one day there, then that's it. It's like guys that go to the gym. Hashem knows every day, 6 o'clock, you're in the gym. No matter what, He can send you a tornado. You're not, you're not, you're not going to not go to the gym. We got to be that same way in all, in all other aspects in our lives. You got to show Hashem, I don't care, Hashem. You send me the most beautiful uh, Israeli model on the planet to my doorstep. I'm not going to even look at her. Show Hashem that and watch how much reward you're going to get. The wife, the kids, the blessings, they're all going to rain down upon you like you never even expected before. 
Show Hashem that you're serious. Met and let him work with you measure for measure. It's the key to everything, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I wish you guys really to overcome this this test. It's the most difficult test, but it's it's this is your life. Your life depends on this. Have a great day and overcome this test. If you have a if you if you're really having a struggle, DM me on Instagram. I'd love to help you.